When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I'm back in here with 100K Track. How you feeling, my guy? Big 100K in this bed. You know what's going on. With the boy, the GOAT, Mr. Jumper himself. Mr. Jumper himself. Um, Man, you came a long way since I met you, my friend. I got diamonds now. Yeah. Everywhere. To say the least. Right. Things have changed a little bit. You're making music now. Yes, sir. Switching up. Uh, I mean, you were making music when I met you. I think you were yeah, already past the, making music, right? right? You the first time you met me. The first time you met me, like, I was in the studio putting the music together. Right. So I was still involved with music. Because you were making music when you were younger, and then yeah. you kind of got more into the business side of things, and then at a certain point, facts, you decided you wanted to start making music again? Right. And not even super younger, like, what, 18 to 25. That's when you were rapping? Yeah, yeah I just turned 30. So okay. I only stopped rapping for, like, four and a half years, going on five. After I met with Kodak, I stopped like, it, doing music. It's kind of crazy, though, because that's the time in your life where you really started making a shitload of money and getting your business together, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Shit. That's, I guess that's how it's supposed to work out. Because right. other than that, I would have still been a, a struggle, you know, struggling upcoming artist right. rather than a pulse-ass new artist. Right. So I guess vice versa, it works out for me in it, a long way. It is kind of funny, though, because it's like you already had an identity, basically. I did. People already did. knew you. In the like, city. You're already Florida. doing yeah. interviews, doing all this shit. And then at a certain point, it's like some, in the rap game, you either have to decide that you're going to go for the rap thing or you like, you know, you, you look at people like, you know, Coach K and P and them. Yeah. And they like are bosses in the game. Yeah, they is. And they never felt the need to go for it. What made you feel like you wanted to go for that again? I feel like the route is different, though, and the character and the person is different because they, I, I, I don't know how much time they committed to them being an artist before there was a CEO. But I, I don't even know if they ever Yeah, I, I don't know, but the opposite with me, I actually started doing music at 16, so mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm not trying to be an artist. I dropped like six, seven projects on DatPiv and on like whatever platform was that platform at that time. Right. Got like six, seven songs. So from 18 to 25, all I did consistently was music. Mm. So I really transitioned from 25 to 30. So you could say Five years, a year with Kodak, fully no music, and then four years with 100K, mm. fully no music. So, right. to, you know, just to get life right. Because at the end of the day, like, you got to get life right. Right. Okay, how much you want to rap or how much you want to do, you got to get life right. Do you think if Melly didn't get locked up that you would be rapping right now? Honestly, bro, like, I don't know what I would be doing if Melly didn't get locked I up. I bet you would have been so busy, focused on keeping his career in line yeah. that you maybe wouldn't have had the space to be like, I'm going to rap? Well, in a other like situation with a normal, regular artist, I would say yes, but with Melly, it's kind of different. That man had everybody rapping. His mom, mm-hmm. his homeboys, oh, right. his little brother, so who knows? But so he was on your ass to rap even though you were on your hiatus? Um, they always was like getting in the studio, getting in the studio because they I'm always freestyling. I walk around writing music and stuff. Mm. I'm consistently in the studio with them. It's just that it's not that time. Like I'm four, I'm one year in the 100K, really two years, but one year with like an artist that's actually high potential. So 
me and my wife was like, no, nah, it's not that time yet. Like, let's focus on the business. Let's focus on the brand. Because at the end of the day, you want to, I'm still trying to win at what I'm doing. And I am winning at what I'm doing. Mm. Me and my partner, you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife, hey, right. we're winning at what we're doing. So I didn't want to leave that and go chase a hoop dream right, right now. Definitely. But I mean, I, I've told this story a couple times on here before, but I, I was amazed when I saw you in the studio with Melly at one point because yeah. he went in the booth. Did like a long ass Take. freestyle, basically, yeah. <laughs> just raps for 10 minutes. <laughs> Drunk as hell. Crazy as fuck, just going for it. Because you too, you brought them bottles in there. I had a few drinks that night. You yeah. brought, what, three bottles? Three? Shit, it doesn't sound like me. I'm not normally that Which, generous, but oh, that'd I be think, pretty good. Cool. Maybe. You, I think we had like three bottles in there that night. It might have been Desto Dub. He might have brought it in. Yeah. Wait, no, he wasn't in there. Nah, it, it no, was, I was on FaceTime with him. That's why I feel like yeah. he was there. I ain't gonna lie, we had a lot of bottles. But which was, go ahead. Um, But then, like, so you basically go over to the engineer once Melly's done freestyling and you had been like locked in paying attention while he's yeah. recording so you already knew kind of like how this was going to look in your head and so then you kind of said all right cut this part out and then like move mm -hmm. this part here and you sort of like basically took control of yeah. forming his crazy freestyle into something coherent and what you know what's so crazy Adam that same record just came out on my project that just came out the no love and I put Tussie on there Wow. I put Tissy on the um, first verse oh. and put my artist FCG Heem on right. the second verse. And who who was in here a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. and I put another artist, DK Yather, who who be with um, Jay Prince and him on there as well. Right. That. So that just came out. But nah, like how that came from is like, right, when I first met Melly, um, just learning him for like being in the studio with him, moving him around, he's extremely talented. But that time he just came home, he's young, he's getting money. He's drinking, living life. So sometimes he get in the studio and he just rams on and go crazy. So me just being like, bro, we're not going to waste today. I know that song could be better. Like he like, man, do what you do. Try. You heard what he said, bro. Go ahead. I'm about to go vibe. Hang now. Go right. hang with the little chick he was with. So it was just from doing that. So I kind of was just like, you know what? Let me use this formula since we're already here. And he's already wasted. He did three songs previously without me. Right. So that was like the last song, and it ended up being No Love, too. It's just a really, uh, like, if you're an artist and you're recording, you also have to be thinking in the back of your head, like, is what I just did good? Yeah. Is this, is this good or is this bad? Like, you have to be ju judging yourself. If you have somebody you can trust, so you know that if you say something that doesn't sound good, that it's going to not make it onto it. And if you say something that sounds really good, it's going to make it. That's just like basically allows the artist to feel totally free yeah. and they can just rap, say whatever the fuck they want and the, the good shit will make it to the, yeah. the end product. And, bro, no lie, like, Melly didn't even need that sometimes because mm. he just went, he would do takes like that, but sometimes just some adjustments make songs like that record a little bit more special, so yeah. Right. Yeah, and he trusted crazy. me to do that and I appreciate him for that. Definitely. Um, how do you feel because his his trial is upcoming, right? Like, wasn't it supposed March to be 7th. very recently, and then it got pushed back again? It's um, it was upcoming March seventh. I oh. think they pushed it back just a week just to get everything like oh, okay. you know. March seventh. So for for the record, that's six days from now. It technically was six days from now, but they pushed it back like oh, another week. Another week. Okay. So yeah. in about two weeks, we'll get to see the trial start unless right. something else comes up. Hopefully, nothing else come up. I don't think it is. So it should be ready. So you're feeling very very confident about this. I was always confident about it. You know that. Yeah. Because it's just, we're just used to it. We know, like, how the system is. We know, like, certain things you could do and you can't do. Like, and they they just trying to do their best they could do. But, you, it's, you know what I'm saying? Melly's innocent, so. Right. Because it's kind of crazy we see this thing happen nowadays where you have a case and then before it even goes to trial, you see 
the battle in the court of public right. opinion taking place on social media. We've right. seen that with the Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion thing, where yeah. it's like each side is just pushing narratives. And it's interesting with Melly because the cops have very much like been doing their thing, like putting yeah. their shit out to the news, et cetera, and like yeah. really doing everything they can to sort of show what they have in terms of evidence or yeah. whatever. And then meanwhile, we haven't really heard anything from Melly or his team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I feel like they did. They really took that approach because one, they are trying to criminalize him. So anything they feel like they could put out there that could just make something shake, maybe turn somebody out or maybe bring new information, they're just gonna just do that as a defensive as a his defense team. Right. It's not the job to clear me uh like everything they put out on social media. It's not a verbatim battle like, oh, repeat like respond, respond. It's not that type of thing. Their job is to make sure he comes home. And that's what they're gonna do. Right. Do their job. Definitely. Right. So, but because even uh, B Slam posted a fucking photo of uh, who was it, Bortland, like mm -hmm. up, up in court. Like, I don't even know what he was doing, but like, mm -hmm. that was one of the few little glimpses that we've seen. We've seen a few little snapshots of Melly on the on the jail phone and everything yeah. like that, too. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, they got really tight on him, though, after his birthday. Because remember, he had like that whole with the shoes things he had posted on Instagram. They took away some of his. Like um privileges with the um phone and the things you know. He had posted some shoes. He had like his Gucci shoes for his birthday on his ears while uh, we was on the phone. You know, I, at the end of the day, I just feel like he gets so much love and so much like support from the outside, and he is a full celebrity in a regular jail. So right. they're gonna always find ways to try to like take away from him just to kind of make him feel regular. I guess. From your perspective, though, how would you describe his? mental health or his his outlook on everything he's, he's always like he always been he's happy he's you know what i'm saying ready he's like focused he's just been really taking this that time to work on his craft he did those three years he treated like boot camp mm. he wrote over 100 songs perfected his melodies got his instruments like his image like style like everything that you would want to be ready for when you come out as a mega star that's what he was doing so now he's ready to come home. Like he's all that stuff is done. It's downloaded. He's ready to jump out and be with everybody and continue making history. Oh, wow, for sure. Crazy. Do you think? Uh, I don't know. Did, like, like, cause when you were in here last time, mm -hmm. he was on call on the call yeah. with Drew, right? And we spoke, and I was kind of taken aback of like, wow, he sounds yeah, normal as fuck. He, like he sounds then, like he never is never went away. Like no. he sounds like he's just Facts. out on the outside. Yeah, for sure. That's how he is. He's that type of person, though. He's that type of energy. So you, you could cage him, but he's still free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's one thing I noticed with a lot of rappers is that they could be going through shit, like having a case hanging over their head. They could be, you know, like locked up, et cetera. A lot of rappers, are, like I, I noticed this with Bobby Schmurter recently, mm -hmm. it's like he wasn't able to be negative about it. Like, right. like he, he, he said that even when he was locked up, he stayed positive the whole time. He just had that good energy. And when you think about it, to make it out of the fucking trenches, right. to make it out of a situation where you're not supposed to make it out, you kind of need to have that ridiculously optimistic, positive attitude because otherwise you would end up like everybody else. Right, and it's, and it's drainful, like, um, you know, since... No, I just dropped the project Mercury, and one of the singles on there is with Melly called Slums. Right. And um, you know, just in that whole song, even him being on the phone, you could hear how like he's still into this world. Like he's calling to check up on you. Like he's mm. calling to. He's still recording hooks. You know what I'm saying? Still coming with music. He's. You're not gonna break YNW Melly because at the end of the day, he's he's him. You know what I'm saying? He's, right. He's that type of energy. He's gonna be good. 
Definitely. Mentally. And it's hard. It will be hard for a lot of people, like, all the success, all the money in the world, and you feel caged. But I never seen that on him. Mm. If anything, it made him work even harder in jail and take care of everybody. That's why I was on that record. I'm like, Melly, you're a hero. Like, you take care of everybody for three years behind the cell, like, with your income, you know, the right way. So right. he's blessed. So he never felt the type to feel, like, down. And, and you feel like, like, do you feel like you kind of, like, owe him? massively because you know obviously your career really got rolling mm -hmm. with him at a certain point like like when you think about your relationship with him do you thank him for where you're at right now i honest truth like the same way i feel about him he feel about me mm -hmm. right the, the only difference is you would think that i really like i came in and melly career like because of melly i became a massive massive like brand and i did but before melly could get me to a massive brand he had to use my brand recently to get to mm -hmm. where he at now because I was kind of lit before Melly, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as just being around Kodak the whole time already, mm -hmm. people already knowing the Sniper Gang brand, I was kind of like a super in with Sniper Gang. And you're and, a business smarts. Yeah, so. Which is, I'm assuming he did it right. at that age. So, like, Worldstar, so like, him, for yeah. example, before YNW Melly, like, he, you know, to get on Worldstar, I had mm -hmm. to get him on Worldstar off my face. I had to. Like put him in the, like Lil B before he could get the thug and all the big features. He had to get a Lil B off my face. He had to go do a couple things, studio, you know, a little money. Like he Wait, right, has a song with Lil B. Yes, really? His, yes, he do. What the fuck am I in the dark about <laughs> up, that? Office Collect Call EP. I'll check that out. Collect wow. Call EP, and that's that that's out. his project. That's our project. Together. I was wondering for a second. I'm like, are we talking about the same Lil? Yes, B? Lil B. Base guy. I was thinking there might be like a San Lil Francisco. B in no, or that's my boy. Hey, shout out to Lil B, man. Wow. I'm give your flowers. He was one of the first, you know, people to kind of just like embrace. That's legendary. You know? Yeah. So now, nah, like, to answer your question, like, for real, for real, like, I owe everything to Melly, um, and you know, what I'm saying my team for everything because without him becoming a massive artist, and he didn't even get a chance to do it the right way because he's been locked up for three years. Mm -hmm. And imagine how hard we as a brand had to go hard to work to even match his energy for three years for him to come home to where we like eye to eye on some like because he no. wasn't even famous for like a year no it wasn't that less than a year right it was like seven six months Jeez. after he got because we did a year of grinding that's just the like regional stage when the year he got starting to get known remember he got picked up right when he dropped mixed personalities mm. he didn't even get a chance to see the video right because i remember it was like a very fast-paced thing where the album dropped. Mm -hmm. I listened to the album. I was kind of blown away by the album. I hit him up. Mm -hmm. He gets locked up the next day. The next day. And it was like, oh, fuck. Like, right before the album, it was like, you got this Kanye video. Like, right. all this shit. Cause, like, it was just about to, he just got booked for his first tour. Mm. We all shot on tour. He was about to perform at SOBs for the first time. So when Melly got locked up, it was such, it was a pitiful point in his career. So for me and my brand and my team, we had to use that and keep it going from then to now. And fast forward, well, he's coming home 2022 he's able to walk out and see like what we build together mm. so i'm massively love grateful for everything he allowed me and my team to get where we at but right. he feel the same way about us because we had to hold it down and get there too you know were you like waiting to put your music out were you thinking that he was going to be home like a year ago or two years ago or however long and then you were mm. kind of thinking you were going to start rapping like with him Man, I'm I, I wasn't even thinking about putting out music because Vaughn mm. was already too hot. Like Vaughn was he, Vaughn was heating up. So when Vaughn was heating up, it was like when <laughs> Melly got picked up, like that time frame he got picked up, that level he was at. Vaughn was at that level now, getting to where he, 
Melly was was at when he was getting locked up when he got picked up for the murder. So I was just focused on moving Vaughn. I didn't really start thinking about music again until after Vaughn got killed because I got shot that that day. Could have lost my life. Like mm. it was such a horrible situation, and they just kind of like reminded me like, yo, you gotta really do what you want to do, and you gotta love what you do in life and i always had love for music so i'm not gonna jump out and say hey i'm a full-time artist like all the way because i got a huge brand i got mm -hmm. a lot of artists that i make sure careers is you know and under my vision and care so i'm not fully all the way jumping in it but i'm gonna drop some music i'm gonna do some dj cali dj mustard type mm -hmm. styles put some of my artists on records write the records you know what i'm saying do some hit maker vibes and stuff like that right so i just wanted you know it, I'm, I'm I'm turning 30, like, I just turned 30 at that time. So I'm like, I just got shot, just turned 30. You know, let me focus on other parts of my life that I don't want to live too far Was behind. part of it that you just had shit to say? Like, that you maybe weren't going to say I always had shit to say. I, I'm from the slums. I yeah. came from Sniper Gang era, thugging, like, doing music, really how you're getting it, you feel me? So I always had something to say. It's just that it wasn't my focus because my focus was Vaughn. My focus was Melly. So I was I always had a different focus at that time because they I wanted to give them my mm -hmm. all you feel me my full potential my, my full work that I could do. Right. So right now with the brand being where it's at and I got a, like the staff of 15 plus people mm -hmm. with my wife and everybody that helps I'm able to not to be so hands on. Mm -hmm. So I could drop some music I could be in the studio more do more things on the artistry side. But in theory. You know, like rappers talk about a lot of shit in their music <laughs> right. that they would not say in an interview. Right. Melly included. Right. You know, Vaughn included. Yeah. The Vaughn that I hear on tracks <laughs> was quite different than the, the Vaughn that I interviewed. You right, know, right. because obviously he don't want to get in trouble, et cetera. Right. So he's, you know, he's not going to say some of the things. But then in music, you have some degree of artistic license where you can talk right. about whatever. And it's not like it's going to be able to be viewed yeah. as a confession of something or whatever. I, I, get what you're saying. I mean, I feel like I do got a lot more I could talk about now because one, I got the conversations of where I could talk about the past of me just hustling and grinding. Then I got the whole view of being a successful executive. Mm. Then I got the whole streets where I, I really work with the, some of the biggest gangsters, some of the biggest street respectful artists, even with, you know, Kodak and being around Dirk and around so much people. And everybody know my story as far as like being able to like make things work as a young person. You know, mm -hmm. I just turned 30, so I'm still a young nigga in this. So I do got a lot to talk about now, getting shot, having money, being married for, you know, over five years. So, yeah. It's about that time. Like, shit, it's time for y'all to hear what I got to say, too. Right. You know, I've been talking through my artists, and now I'm talking to myself. But do you, is there an extent to which, like, just finding artists and working on music with artists, would that not have made you happy in the long run? Um, I don't think I, it would not make me happy because I love getting money. I love seeing other young men, young women blow up and change their life. There's something there's something different about being an executive than being an artist though, because mm -hmm. the satisfaction you get as an artist is when you get a plaque, or when you sell a million record, or when you start getting money. But as an executive, the satisfaction is when you really see your artists like breaking records and getting money and changing their life. So I would never not be happy to be an executive, but then I don't want to not be happy and do what I want to do too. Does you it feel I mean? like you have like a like a portfolio, like you're a stock trader. 
<laughs> and you have all these artists. <laughs> and some of the artists are up at times, right. they're down at times, and sometimes they're just, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes you have one that just takes off beyond belief that all of a sudden right. all your focus is on that. And then you have a portfolio, you know, <laughs> you, is, you have artists is. that you get involved in when they're nothing. Yeah. And maybe they continue to be nothing, but maybe they become fucking Google. You're right. It is. And I never looked at it like that, but right. it is. It is just like that. And right now, all my stocks are, you know what I'm saying, at a good place in their career. Mm. Even the artists that they, the world may not know, they in an okay place in their life where they could just focus on being an artist. Right. So I'm I'm able to, to be able to do the same for myself. Right. Yeah, I mean, it just occurs to me that there's a huge amount of interest in, like, Florida street music. And right. I see you as kind of being, like, one of the people who's done the best job, like, actually creating a business being early on right. finding those people. Yeah. No, thank you. That means a lot. And yeah. I feel like we are, too. And Florida, not try to, you know, boost my own ego. I don't think there's nobody else that's doing it like 100K in Florida. And we're not talking about, like, right. the Rick Ross, the Rick Maybach's. Because yeah. the, they're already there, you know what I'm saying? Even Sniper Gang, like, I feel like their brand is already established. Right. Like, we're talking about the last two, three years, my era, since you got the new era in rap. Right. I feel like 100K is the new era in executiveness and management and label and all that for me. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you have any, like, artists, because you deal with so many street artists, do you ever have artists who, like, genuinely don't like each other and you kind of have to be, like, peacemaker slash, like, the the person in between on the street politics? It don't happen. Um, not a lot that you would think of, but... Mm. There's been some incidents, but it's always been love where, like, I'm the young OG. I'm the 30-year-old OG. So <laughs> I guess I jump in like, hey, bro, chill. We, we're a team. We're family. We're 100K. And the eye track off your face. Right. And then they usually work out. And if it's really bad, then it's like, nah, then something got to shake because why, mm. why is it so bad? But it was never to that point. But are there, there are probably artists in Florida that you've looked at that you thought of potential, but it would have been too much problems to of have course. them on your shit of course yeah. yeah i would be a liar to say i, I didn't right yeah. you, you have course. to be mindful of course yeah definitely and i don't want to i don't want to pick sides i don't want to feel like even as an executive and i want to like get this clear too right mm. i'm putting in a position every artist to kind of have to pick a side right right so when you got like a king von oblock then you got um Hot Boy 438 and you got a um, Melly YNW or whatever coalition every artist have sometimes they forget it's politics and music and business and they be trying to make the brand for its sides and I'm not for that like I don't want to force side on nobody beef because I love all my artists and I love all my you know what I'm saying people that I work with but I'm here to make life, life being better I'm here to change my narratives I'm here to change your narratives I don't want it to be where it's like we're trying to be a gangster group where now it's like every click is nah bro right. I, I want like i really want like it to be work let's work we don't gotta like each other you don't gotta like so-and-so you don't gotta man we're here to work man right. let's get this money like because nobody here would knew each other if it wasn't for this music and getting money like this but right? do you ever feel like you're talking to a wall when you're telling somebody like you got to put the politics aside no, listen, and just be Adam, professional business-wise it is talking to a wall for some of them <laughs> yeah. it, it is but just because you a wall, I don't have to be a wall with you. Right. My brand don't got to be a wall with you. I'm not gonna put that. I'm not gonna put that energy in my atmosphere. Right. I'm not gonna force my staff to feel like that. I'm not gonna force individuals to, to mm. feel like that. And I, I understand. I'm from the streets. You know what I'm saying? I get politics and I get certain things. Sometimes it's uh, in a no return, and uh, I get it. But I'm not gonna put that on 
innocent people around my my team and innocent artists that had nothing to do with it. Right. If it's that particular group, hey, all right, we're going to deal with it, how we deal with it, we're going to move how we move. But don't make it sprinkled to this artist or that artist. I ain't with that. Respect. Were you uh were you working with Muwap before he uh, of course you're got not working up? with the Muwap. Oh right. block. Okay. Oh block. That's my block. Did you I meet him when uh like when 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 that Vaughn video happened out there or did Vaughn Vaughn no, introduce I've you been, to him? Yeah, I, I, we knew Muwap. I knew Muwap like running around with Vaughn for like you know what I'm saying almost two years. Okay. Me? Like oh block my block like Vaughn block like they family like the way they treat me out there it's like I'm not even from Florida. I'm from Chicago. I'm from they block. So. All of them is like that to me, not just Vaughn. Like, Vaughn is the artist that's huge, but I love Muwak the same. I love Charles the same, Murder. I love, feel me, I love BJ. I, I, I love all them boys the same way. Like, right. even Lil Shorties from that, from the blog, or Lil Homies, that's not all the way. From, I love them because where they came from, what, like, they come, upcoming, where they come from, bro, it's real out there, bro. Like, uh -huh, yeah. I, like you got to have love for them. I, it's bad in Florida, but... Over there, it's it's crazy. But we think, some other shit, yeah, right? we think money, we think hustles, we think stuff. They think, yo, can I? I hope I don't die today. Like, I hope my dog don't die today. Yeah, like that's you know that's why I got so much love for them. Like, right. you know was there any thought to not putting those muah verses on your project because they're kind of aggressive? But uh, uh, really, they've been like that forever. So, mm. accused of a crime and or not, he was doing that before. And I trust muah. To have confidence that he's not saying nothing in that record that physically been done. Because, bro, I can't control what you say mm. on a record. Like, because I'm not with you every day to know what you're really doing or what you're not doing. Right. But I get more and my artists that trust that, yo, handle your business like a man. Don't come drop this shit and it's, feel me? Right. But, you know. Nah, <laughs> uh, of all your artists you ever had, though, have you ever heard a verse where you're like, bro. <laughs> I, this is way too accurate. Oh no, I don't stop. Listen, I don't mm. been in the studio and stop verses from like, nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro, you tripping. But if I'm not here to catch it, bro, I can't. Mm. Feel me? And it's not like you know everything that yeah, ever exactly. happened but in if that I, life. Yeah. But Adam, let's. All right, you are artist, right. and I, I don't like not in a situation with you. But let's say I know from the grapevines that something happened, right? I, I don't 100 percent know because I wasn't there. But let's say I kind of know, and you say a line there, I'm like, hey, bro, then. Da, 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 no, yeah, you tripping, gang. Don't do that. Right. I'm gonna say that. If I'm not just going, it's gonna make me money. Yeah, nah, hell nah. Because that's a short term play. You right. Know? You want to keep them out, keep them free. Come on, but in a live, an artist is worth way more. To, that's what people say when people act like the, the labels want the artists to I die. Don't, I don't know how. I'm why like, we want our artists to die. Listen, the art, the the labels do a great job of continuing to make money yeah. off of artists once they pass. That we've seen it over and over right. and over, and that's just what they do. They got to try to capitalize on their investment. Right. But an artist is worth way more to their management and to the label alive right. and healthy than right. in a bad situation. Locked up or dead, yeah. Listen, I'm a label and a management, and right. I could honestly tell you what benefit. How does it benefit me for Muwap to be locked up, Melly to be locked up, Avon to be dead, mm. or any of my artists to go or Hot Boy to catch a charge? And it, no, it don't. I, it benefits us as a label, and I'm speaking for all labels and management here. I'd be the person to talk for us. Right. Like it don't help when artists die. Yeah, streams spike, but that's not our fault. That's y'all fault for being fake humans. And that's like a good week. That's not like Man, a good career. But Adam, yeah. is that, right now, perfect example, Kanye West, right? Right. He just dropped the documentary. Every, you go on Apple Music and Spotify, you've seen College Dropout, you've seen his tapes. It's top 25, 27. Did you think the label called and pressed the button? No, like mm. we don't do that when an artist, we don't tell the fans, hey, the artist just died. Go run it up. Y'all do that. Mm. 
y'all go do that. Like the f- supporters, the fans, and do that. So it don't benefit us for that peak point of making money. What's the next three, four years, ten years look like? Right. We trying to we trying to win together. We don't win separate. You know. Right. Definitely. Um. You mentioned Kanye. Yeah. You worked with him on the the Melly's Melly film. video and everything. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about what that was like? Because I, as I understood it, you basically told him no when yeah. he first wanted to hop on the song. You basically said, "Yeah, we're not fucking with it unless we can have you do a video to it." Even even that whole situation was kind of like surreal because it's like the man called. That's how unorthodox he is, and you gotta like love him like he's a genius for real. Like he just called out of nowhere. Like how you even get this? How you even get the number, right? Right. <laughs> like, yo, he hit Melly. Yo, come. I wanna work with you. This Kanye. So Melly, like, bro, track. Somebody just hit me up and said it's Kanye. I'm like, what? I'm like, see what it is. It's really him. I guess he knew like some artist that uh, his work. I think it's Consequence. Or, oh yeah, Shawn Or something. It's an artist. I forgot what he is. Like, Wait, um, Melly knew no, Consequence. Not Con- he from Atlanta. Not Consequence. Bro. Consequence from Chicago. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, bro from Atlanta. Like he worked. With Kanye, he's like his artist. Oh, fucking! Um, you why know, am I forgetting the fool that we just interviewed? I think he had the Prince. Bad, uh, he had got shot or something no, he too. He had the bad car accident. Yeah, bad car accident. Why am I retarded? Why am I forgetting? J- um, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, right? I just interviewed him the other day. That's you so just bad. did an interview the other day. No, shot, the other day. shot a print, right? Shot, sci high the print. Shot, Sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ, why that? So boom. Okay. So Melly had a relationship with him just on some like networking stuff. So boom, Kanye got his number. So when we flew in. We like, yo, what's going on? He, man, I'm a big fan. Melly like, damn, that's real. I'm a big fan. You know, I'm in the room. Melly in the room. We like, damn, what the fuck? This is Kanye West. Like, this is crazy. And he's, at that time, he was more on his spiritual vibe, right? He wasn't really too yeah. much dropping, like, you know, circular music. So he's like, we like, damn, what are you trying to do? He like, man, I want to do a song. I want to, like, work. Like, I'm, I'm really a big fan of you. So he, so we like, all right. He, he played his tape. Mm. But his tape is fire. He got all type of drums and you know, he we going through ideas. So at that time we catch a vibe. Like it wasn't just Kanye, track Melly, and it was more just like us, the regular people at the studio. You feel me? Mm. So you know, we good. He played like seven of his own songs. We give him feedback. Then he tell Melly to play his song. We already in a project rollout. Like, no lie. Like the song's already picked. This is the one that's gonna shoot a video. Cobain is about to shoot this video. This about to happen. So that was already planned. It was already planned. Okay. So boom, we playing the song. You know, cause he play his songs. Melly wanna play. He told Melly play his song. We get the mixed personalities, and he bugs out. He, this is me. This is yay. Like, oh my gosh, I gotta be on this record. He's right about that. No, he's right. <laughs> and at that time, like, it wasn't so cr- like how he is now. So we like, ah, right, yeah, shit, come on, like, and. I'm like, damn, Melly, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, we can't do it, yeah. He like, why? What happened? I'm like, cause this the song on his album. Like, this ain't a, like this is a, one of the main singles. We got a video plan. Like, just pick another record. He like, nah, 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 track, nah. Like, cause you know we done been vibing for about three hours playing his music, so we know each other. Like, we we chilling. Right. He like, nah, nah. We, I'm do this record. I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna lie. If you do it, you got to do it all the way, though. Like, we're going to want to shoot. Because the video's already getting planned mm. to shoot. So you got to be in the video. We got to clear the record. Like, we, we in the process. He's like, nah, I got you. You got my word. He gave me his number. I st- like, you know, we started texting, calling. He was he was really on it. And he, I got so much respect for him because where he was at and where I was at and where Melly was at, he stood on business like we Kanye. Right. And he's Melly. Like, so, man, like, 
I respect, like, I got so much respect for him. That's pretty crazy to think that, as far as I know, Kanye would not have worked with Cole Bennett until then. That, like, you, yeah. get, you guys were the tie that brought them both. Well, it was the tie. they're both, like, two of the most yeah. influential people from the history of Chicago, and, realistically. And I and no, no lie, even, even that experience was wild because, like, with Cole, Cole was doing his thing, but Kanye was so out of this work, like, out of tune. He didn't know who Cole like. Oh my god! He like he, I don't think he knew who Cole was. He probably did, but I don't know, bro. He was yeah. yeah he was like hype, hype, hype. I'm like, bro. I've heard from a few people that have ran into Kanye and like they thought that Kanye was gonna know about what they were doing already, and, and they didn't, he know. didn't know. No, fast. which is crazy because there seems like Kanye knows so much about so many things, but right. he's he's exposed to every. But honestly, him not knowing Bro, about lyrical lemonade isn't that whole, I don't listen, understand that. That whole situation was a fight because he's like, oh, I ain't going to lie. Okay, let's do it. Let's have Cole do it, right? So I tell Cole, like, yeah, bro, like, we're going to still do it with you. He's like, I right, bet that's love. Because at that time, we trying to have a relationship with Cole, too, because it's not just this one song. This is a huge brand. He's a, he's a dope guy. Like, you know, let's keep a relationship with him. We can't just look at it's just Kanye, like. Is not valuable for the future to have a Cole Bennett on your side I mean, too. And at right? that time, you guys are really still working on like breaking them. Yeah, you know, so it's like it w- having the having the song come out on lyrical lemonade is like yeah, so invaluable as like a way to roll it out. You know, and when when we when we when we got there, we did the whole video, and um, Ye was like not happy about the video. Really, what was it that stood out to you? I don't know, bro. We shot the video during the video. It was good times. We all you know, it was fire. He, he liked it to work. When he saw the edit, like, two, three days before it dropped, he was more like, nah, I don't like it. I'm like, what? I'm like, what you, what you think's wrong with it? And Cole's, like, on, this, on the other line, like, oh, yeah. bro, I'm not going to lie. What do you want to do? Because he don't like the video. I'm like, bro, what's wrong? Like, why you don't like the video, yeah? Because, you know, I'm the point of contact. Not no lawyer. I'm talking to him. Like, what you want to do, yeah? He like, let's make it black and white. And... I, I, I'm like, all right, bet. So I call Cole. I'm like, no, nah, he said it straight. He just want to make it black and white. Cole, like, track. The whole theme of the video is vibrant, green tree, green field. Like, it's supposed to be, like, right. bright. You feel me? And Melly got locked up. Right. So he didn't get a chance to see the video. So he's counting on me to make that call. And, like, I'm like, I ain't going to lie, bro. Melly really wanted the video colorful, too. So we had to go back. I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Like, I fuck with you, bro. And I sent him a long ass text. And I got nothing but respect for you. I even appreciate everything like you're doing for us and Melly and standing on business. But bro, I'm gonna just rock rock out with, with how it is with the video. And um, if me, if you don't like have a relationship with us or with me after this, you know, I, you know, I just wanna let you know I really appreciate it. Like, I just wanna make the best move for my artist. He's locked up right now. He can't see it. He had a certain vision for it. I don't wanna do that. Like, I'm just gonna go with, with the coast and drop it and then. Dropped it and became a hit. And Kanye was just like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, and shit, it was no bad blood, so it was cool. Right. Yeah. Did he only want to use a couple of the scenes, though? Because I felt like it was only, it only showed, a, it only looked like Bro. a couple of shots. If you want, there's only a couple of shots because he didn't want to shoot some other scenes. Oh, really? Like, he was like, no, nah, I'm not comfortable with the scene. No, nah, I don't want to do the scene. So wow. we only did two. But to be real, I could tell you the genius answer is like, he had a very supervision, da da da. I'm gonna be tell you the truth. He was just being Kanye. He just probably at that time wanted black and white. Are you watching the documentary? Yeah, he snapped. I feel like everybody in the world is watching it. But yeah, he it's snapped. like when you see him back then, you see someone right. who had such a vision, but he still had to kind of do Catch normal it. shit and right. get along with people and stuff. Facts. And now it's just like, 
whatever he wants, yeah. he's just demanding that. If he doesn't like one single thing, he just lets you know. I'm and the thing is, I gotta really credit Kanye and give a lot of respect to Kanye too, because you would think where he at with the amount of money he have and the success he have, right? That he is on that like dictator mode where he whatever he do, but he's not like that because for him to. At that time, for him to uh, do the video and clear this and still let you drop, he could have pulled a song. Mm. He could have, like, did a lot. Bruh, just because I'm like, I want to go with Cole in this video, that don't mean he have to listen. He could have did stuff label-wise and not mm. make it happen, but he didn't. So I don't think he's like that. He's just creative, and he didn't see the vision. But three years later, when it's a four-time, three-time platinum, highest stream on Apple Music on his Apple Music thing, you see his mixed personalities, number two, one of Melly's biggest records. Uh -huh. I feel like he's seen the vision after, you feel me? Crazy. So it was dope. Where was up where the Melly was supposed to be on the double XL cover? Yeah, he was supposed to be on that. So you already knew that when he got locked up? Yeah, we did. They Actually, it's a no-brainer, to be real. Like, that, yeah. that would have been a pretty clear-cut choice at that time. I, I don't know who was it that time. Was it, like, that year it was gonna? It was It was, it was a, a year where it was... It was around that time where he was kind of like that mm -hmm. that boy with Murder My Mind. Right. And when that situation happened, I guess due to um, his incarceration, they never said it, never brought it to life. And um, I guess it just like never happened. But we know he, he was chosen. So us as a team, you know, and him, he had XSL freshman in our eyes. Right. You know what I'm saying? What a shame. Right. That and he did, a movement. Bruh, if he didn't get locked up, it was undeniable. Kind of scary to think about right. where he'd be at at this point in his career. Yeah. You remember, you tried to sign him. <laughs> he was already signed. You guys didn't tell me. <laughs> I didn't know. You finessed, yeah, right. You finessed Atlantic out of the. Didn't they try to I make They made you guys pay it back, right? I was in Atlantic. That was um, APG. APG, right. I, I, I fuck with APG, though. I fuck with um, Brian. Honestly, I was, it was young, bro. I was a young executive. I didn't know what this and that was. I didn't know what upstream and come on, right. gang. I'm just jumping out of this. Basically, I was with Atlantic or yeah. with APG. Well, don't say I finessed the right. people because I ain't know. No. I didn't have acknowledgement. Okay. So I'm with APG. I had found Melly through you. Yes. I bring them that song. They're yeah. actually hyped on it. I'm hyped on you it. You brought I'm, us to the studio I'm, now. Because, you know, they want me to find artists. I'm thinking, yeah. Jesus Christ, I found this artist. This song is yeah. crazy. You was hot like, as hell at that time, too. I was hyped. Yeah. I thought this was going down. Right. Me, APG I cuts the check. They fly you, him, and a couple other Studio people out. And all. The family, etc. They did the smart thing. They only got you out there for like a day or two, so <laughs> right. that you can't meet up with other labels. <laughs> right, really, right. They and, uh, <laughs> and so then the, la the ABG hits me a couple of days later, mad as fuck. My Damn. contact, they were I'm heated. Sorry. I'm they sorry, go, did you know that Melly was already signed? I'm like, what? what are you talking about? He would have told me if he was already signed. Like, no, we already signed a deal with 300. Right. Listen, <laughs> listen. Publicly to the, you know, what I'm saying. I've, I rock with Adam. Adam is my dog, so I want to apologize. At that time, I didn't know. For real, like, like you got to remember, like, the language that we first had. And it's, you know what I'm saying, we working out with 300. You know, we getting the business right. You know, I'm not going to say I always had the best lawyers and the best team. Like, I'm young. This mm. is first go around. You know what I'm saying? Getting, we getting up there. But the language kind of confused us because he said mm. possible upstream. So we never did a deal with 300. We did a distribution for a project. And on the language, it says a possible upstream. Mm. Now I know that means, bro, you signed to us <laughs> right. if we want you. And if we don't want you, you, <laughs> you can go. I but didn't if know we that. Want, right. <laughs> so I'm, when you call me, I'm like, man, we ain't signed. It's, we just distribution. So I didn't know. I apologize. Hey, my bad, APG. My bad, Atlantic. It's you know just funny because, like, good. right now, if you 
fuck over no jumper for a hundred dollars you fuck me over for a hundred dollars but right. that's a nice thing about having a corporate partner is that that right. didn't i was like shit i went to the studio for right. like an hour or two that i didn't yeah. have to but but if really, i you know if i wanted to fuck you over i would have been like oh, you got finesse <laughs> but yeah <laughs> intentionally i didn't know no i had no fucking i, I mean it didn't matter to me it was just yeah. kind of a bummer because if i had only ever done one thing with atlantic it was sign melly that would just be yeah. like he signed melly ironically signed melly. but look though ironically can we say you foreshadowed Melly getting signed to Atlantic now because they technically bought 300 and he's in the Atlantic system? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. That's true. So congratulations. You foreshadowed that, bro. A W. <laughs> Take it as a W for sure. We even now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think about how when King Von was here, yeah. the music was super pop and everybody loved him. But... We didn't know that much about it, about him. And mm -hmm. since then, we have seen the internet just go crazy, uncovering old tweets, right. crazy-ass stories that the fans have seemingly been able to, like, put together and stuff. Is it sort of bizarre for you to see basically, like, the internet working together to put together these stories about him that may or may not always be true? Man, look, bro, the stuff I'm seeing with Vaughn and, like, the way the world embraced him and brought him to that height... Mm. I'm so like, I'm just so happy and so like amazed. And honest truth, like, bruh, when when I was working with Vaughn and me and V-Roy, you know what I'm saying, this subject is still, you know, still a little tough because mm -hmm. mentally, like, I want, I wish he was here like every day to see it and to to be there and really embracing his moment. But while we was working towards what the world is doing for him now, so it's like, man, I feel like God did what he was supposed to do. And my boy didn't die in vain because he went out. He wasn't that huge. He was, get, like you said, he mm. was getting there. And now, dog, the man is, is a legend. Like, he's really, he stamped in the game as mm. one of the best storytellers, lyricists, a real deal gangster, you know, from the streets, from the bottom. So the way the world and what they bringing out, I feel like they're just interested. They're just so intrigued in him. So they're not, they're doing it unintentionally, you know. Right, definitely. Are you, he's dope. Uh, are are you involved with the project that's coming out? Of course. Is it coming out Thursday? Of course. It's coming out on Friday. On Friday, right. March fourth. Oh, you took you mean at night. Yeah, yeah. twelve AM. Yeah. So, March fourth. I've been involved, I never stopped being involved with Ron. It's, it's nine over here on this west oh. coast so uh to ah, me it's a Thursday night thing. To you it's a crazy. bright and early Friday morning thing. You're right. You're right. But okay. no, nah, I never stopped being involved. Um when Vaughn died, I stayed very close to the family. Um Making sure and showing my support. Right. The baby mothers making sure, um, you know what I'm saying, they was good, whatever I had to do. Um, just stepping up as a person, as a human. And um then when all the personal stuff got situated and the estate got formed, uh new people came on board, of course, because you know the mother and the brother and the family, you know what I'm saying, is now control of the estate. So they they brought, you know what I'm saying, lawyers and they brought other things. And um I was blessed, you know what I'm saying, because it was God's will. I was blessed to be still part of the team and we're going strong and you know i've been very very appreciative of being part of the process and right. the music and things i'm just happy to still be part of something that i would want to be part with forever if this situation did or did not happen regardless me and vaughn was locked in for the rest of our life but is so. is, is he a rapper who had like albums and albums and albums yeah. worth of music or mm -hmm. is this like it on this no project? way albums and albums with the music really he, yeah he was in the studio that's all he did like he didn't really Cared to do nothing else but record. He fell in love with recording. Wow. Yeah, Bonk got like three projects in the stash. Really? Yeah, for sure. Hard projects too. This one, 
another one, and one more. And then potentially a, a last one if you really do it the right way. Wow. Yeah, he got like three, four albums. Is it a concern for you, though? Because, you know, when you look at certain artists like X, um, there's been a lot of controversy among the fans about mm -hmm. certain projects. They feel like the label was just sort of scraping for every last dollar. Or some of the projects weren't as high quality or whatever. Is that is that a conversation that happens between you and the family of like these projects need to be this good or else it's not worth putting out? Um, the family really, you know what I'm saying, like Natasha, she's amazing. Um, you know, she got her grandkids to deal with and she got life to deal with. So she trusts the team. She put in place someone she trusts on her side as a lawyer, someone she trusts on her side as a day-to-day. -day. And them working with us, the management, 100K, and us working with Empire and, you know what I'm saying, OTF, Dirk, um, Bands, and I'm still being involved on that side. They trust the process and let us really control the music and pick the record. So I don't think we lose. And it's not just us. Like, you got so much pieces of Vaughn that was there day to day, every day. We do a good job is putting the records together. I don't think I don't think that happened. Maybe his last album, fourth album, we ran out of music, right. running out of vocals. We got to make something shake for y'all for legacy-wise. But these next two, three projects coming up is Vaughn all the way. Right. It's Vaughn all the way. Definitely. Um, March 4th, history. March 4th. What it means to be king. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, did you drop your project like a week before intentionally? Or was there? did you want to roll them yeah. out around the same time? Um, it was intentionally and unintentionally. So when after I got shot and Vaughn passed away, feel me, I was going through a dark times. So that's why the whole Mercury thing came through. Just, just like see the rain with the umbrella and the jewelry and all that. It's just being at a place where you're supposed to be the happiest and having the success that you want, that's when, like, you experiencing death of a homeboy for the very first time or at a very magnified level in the career and your other artists that you love very much, like your brother is incarcerated. So, and then just getting shot physically, getting hurt, wounded for the first time, then being in the public eye, because original fame is different than the new public fame because you got people with narratives and all type of stuff coming at you, wishing death on you, wishing stupid narratives on you. So... I didn't, it was just that process, I guess, from him dying and from me healing. That was just my self-therapy of just going back to the studio, being more, trying to focus more, tune out this world and focus more on being a better me. It just kind of fell to that. I didn't know Vaughn was dropping in March because we never had a date on it because we were just trying to figure things out. So when I had, and Melly tried, I didn't know, we put a speedy in. So it wasn't originally March. So everything just seemed to align to March. A and then, speedy is a speedy trial. Yeah. Right. So everything seemed to just align to March. And I had, I've been working on Mercury since like September of last year, which track still with Muapinum. Dropped a couple singles, took time. It just happened to just fall into March. I'm like, well, I'm not come, dropping the same day as Vaughn because I would want all that to be focused on him. Mm. And I don't want to come after because I don't want to interfere with Melly trial. And I, I wanted March already, you know what I'm saying? And... It just lined up with March 1st, I came, and then March 4th, Vaughn, and then March 7th, Melly Tra. For sure. Does it hurt you in any way to see somebody like Youngboy uh, dissing Vaughn from beyond the grave and throwing mm -hmm. O-Block and verses and shit like that? Does it hurt me? Yeah, or do, do you feel like it's distasteful? How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like that's the new wave we 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 on. I feel mm. like that's the culture. Like, hip-hop done transform into, like, ops, smoking, and packs, and, and I'm not in the forefront of saying, oh, we need forgiveness because my artist was one of the biggest talkers mm -hmm. like that. So I get it where they're from. And you know what I'm saying? I don't understand the 
the problem because I don't know where it initiated from, mm. but I know once blood is shed and things like that, people are gonna feel some type of way. So no, it don't hurt me that he's talking uh, like like that regarding anything because I feel like that's everybody in hip hop. Everybody wanna stop smoking and this and that, and everybody want credit and this and be gangsters. And um, you know, I'm not. Hey, if it's that's him, that's him. Like he could push that narrative, and anybody else could push that narrative. But I'm gonna mm. be pushing the yo hustle, success, um, business, entrepreneurships. Staying alive, enjoying your money. I'm gonna try to put the other energy out while they put in that energy because mm. I'm not on that train at all. I don't want to be on that train. Yeah. There's, there's nothing fun about getting rich and getting successful to die. I mean, yeah, that's going go to jail. That is the crazy thing when you see young boy who basically right now is like staring down a, on a Fed case, a 10 year sentence right. or whatever, how long, however long that might be. And it's still so important for him to be yeah. doing this confrontational shit with people in the streets that he has issues with. It's like there's nothing that could happen that would make them actually just be like, okay, maybe we right. don't need to be doing this. And I want to clarify that situation too, right? It's like that situation to me is kind of weird a little bit. And this is my intake on it, right? You know how you got young boy and then you got like Fredo or you got – other people in their particular area that's damn near hard beefing with each other. Mm. And there's a lot of casualties and there's a lot of things that happen that I wouldn't know, that the world wouldn't know. So there's a lot of trauma. Mm. So I could respect survival out of a camp, those individuals within that circumference. <clears throat> when a situation like that happened where you locked up, um, you in a whole different area, your artist or your, your crew or whatever, didn't even expect nobody pulled up ready to with, with a drop and ready to like blitz and do nothing to nobody it was literally a crazy unexpected night so in the turnaround happened where everybody ended up getting fucked up your homeboy got shot you know what i'm saying your other homeboy career is affected other people's involved so i don't think that's the situation us we should be kind of glorifying and propelling to a negative south. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a situation we should be working together to be like, hey, bro, this was a fucked up situation, and we don't want the next generation, or we don't want other people to go through that. Let's try to steer a different path, because this wasn't your op. Mm -hmm. This wasn't somebody you beefing with on your block. So the way everybody's repping on this and repping on that, to me, is show you it's entertainment, because Nobody was, you know, it wasn't like that before nobody died. And it's crazy because when you think about something like Biggie and Tupac, right? When they got killed, it was a huge change in hip hop. Like right. all of a sudden, you couldn't have a gun on an album cover. You couldn't right. like there was there was right. actual shit that happened because people were so horrified by the right. level of violence. Right. This is a situation where you know shit kind of was just business as usual. Like people kept using it in their music and stuff. Right. It really kind of is scary for yeah. the culture as a whole that people seem so callous, you bro. Know? And listen, bro. I'm not, I'm for whatever creativity you want to be for as a person. Mm -hmm. Do what you do what you want to do to make you happy. I'm not like out here saying, bro, I'm saint and this and that. Listen, I ride around bulletproof truck. I ride around bodyguards. I ride around people to make sure, you know what I'm saying, my life is in good hands. Like, mm -hmm. And I understand wherever I'm at, whatever situation it is, I understand the level of what's going on. But, bro, I'm not going to wake up every day and put my energy into that type of negative and i wouldn't want a culture and a path that we as young men and young women used to look at and be like yo ludicrous and this i want to be an artist i want to live life like this i want to take my people out the hood 
we taking the narrative of music from making it, changing your life, being successful, being a role model, being the person that people cheer to being killers and being murderers and having and being rich killers. Like, bro, I, that narrative is not going to make us win. Mm-hmm. Legally, motherfuckers going to be getting locked up, going to jail, like you see now. And physically, when are we going to enjoy the money and when are we going to enjoy, like, the roots and the labor that we put in if we always trying to, like, smoke each other or kill each other? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't for it, bro. I'm not going. Like, I, y'all can have that. Y'all, y'all gangster for real. Yeah. Y'all can have that. But it's a really bizarre dynamic because the opportunity is always just right there for somebody to go with the lowest common denominator and and just say the worst shit. And if somebody makes a song and they say, I'm smoking on this dude, like it's going to get attention. And and I'm going to hear about it. I'm going to watch it at least once. And then I'm probably going to know who that kid is. You know, and it's just such an easy ploy for attention. If it works for them and this is what they do, do what y'all do. But Mm. you know what works for me? This. Mm. And I'm going to do what I do. And I'm going to preach that and I'm going to live that. I'm going to spread that with my camp. Hopefully I could change whatever dynamics I'm changing up over here mm. and still be ready to get whatever I'm blessed supposed to get with. But I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going for it. I'm not going. 100%. I ain't beefing with nobody. My camp ain't beefing with nobody. I don't got no drama with nobody. I'm defense 24-7. You know what I'm saying? I'm protecting myself at all times and I'm protecting my loved ones at all times. But I don't, I don't got it for nobody. I don't know no, none of y'all like mm. to beef with y'all, y'all. Y'all wasn't beefing with me when oh my oh anything on this side when we had zero dollars. I guarantee you. Now I say if you from that region and you getting at it, it's, this ain't for you. Mm. But I guarantee you when we when we had zero dollars and you had zero dollars or whatever whoever had zero dollars, we would have been able to get along. We're being, we're <laughs> trying to find a way to go get yeah. that bad together, right? So that's a shame. I ain't tripping. How'd you feel? And I'm sure it wasn't good when you saw that Kodak got shot uh, yeah, a week damn, or two ago. I hated in that LA. shit. Oh, that shit gave me flashbacks. What the? What just went down? Yeah. Look like the same situation. Like, bro, I was like, what the? It's the same shit. I just and we got shot at the same place in our leg. Wow, really? Yeah. And that was he said that was the first time he ever got shot I mean, after all the thing. bullshit that Kodak been through over right. the years. Right. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't out here living like Kodak Black, but you know what I'm saying. There's a couple right. times I could have put myself in a position to do that, but that was the first time like. You know what I'm saying? Getting shot, and I hated that that he was in that position because Kodak is such a like talented, such a generational figure. I wouldn't want him nowhere near that. I want Kodak near. See, I would say Grammys and stuff, but that was a Justin Bieber play for me. Right. I want to see when I hear Kodak. I want to hear platinum records, number ones, um, sellout tours, um, buying his mom four million dollar house. That's that's what I want to hear when I hear Kodak. I don't want to hear my my little dog, my dog, my brother getting getting shot. I, right. I never want to hear that. I mean, outside of Justin Bieber party in the middle of Super Bowl weekend right. in like the most populated city in America, damn near. Right. Crazy. Nah, I'm I'm just so happy and blessed and and thankful for God and you know what I'm saying, and the covering for him that he was able to walk out that with minor injuries. Right. Man, I ooh, can you imagine waking up the next day? I'm not even gonna put that in the air, you know, because that's not what happened. I don't even want to think like that. Like I went to bed not you know. knowing what was going to be going on with Kodak. Right. Like I'm, I was, I'm staring I was at Twitter, refreshing right. it, like Me, really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And at a certain point, it's like, well, I got to go to bed. I hope this right. ain't like, because I mean, that oh, that's bro. what happened with Pop Smoke. Let, bro, I woke up saying. and found out. Like bro. a lot of people, really. Listen, remember, this is, I'm still traumatized from the Vaughn situation. Mm. So what? No. Thank God. Like, yeah, bro, I love you, bro. Just, you know what I'm saying? Stay out the way. You know, sure. some really crazy shit, though, too, is I've seen a couple of YouTubers making videos. I mean, yeah, if the, if the cops 
Oh, know who did it? Oh, yeah. The cops really just need to tune into YouTube because I've seen some videos <laughs> where I was like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> the cops' job has been done for them. Bro, it's 2022. Everything has been done, like, on social media. Like, you don't just, hey, guys, find a way to get money. Find a way to stay out of trouble. Find a way to just do yeah. positive things because, bro, it, it's 2022. Everything is pixelated. If I was a driller, I would immediately be a retired driller because right? this shit is not a fucking, <laughs> not a good world right now. Like, because I think about it when I watch movies and shit or I'm watching a documentary about like, you know, a serial killer in the 70s or the 80s. I'm like, okay, like this is a world in which you could get away with it. Right. These days, man, this it's shit bad. is fucking bad. It's bad, man. That's why, hey, look, that's why I tune in to Mercury, like for real, for like this project is, yeah, is yeah. dope. Did you hear it? I did. I listened to a bunch of the songs on the way here. What songs did you listen to? Uh, I don't know. The, probably, the ones with Muop were the first ones I right. listened to. I'm Mu-op like, I want to hear what this fucker's talking about. But right. Yeah, no, it's lit. Nah, this project is dope. It's just basically putting you in position, like, in a, in a, in like a mind frame of just, like, mm. real music that we haven't. People do real music. I ain't going to fake it. Like, people in out here dropping real music. You got artists that do that, but it's just from my perspective. Because I, I wrote all those songs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, other than the Muop record and... um track still and maybe like i think that's it um those two records i kind of like just a and r and put together and mm-hmm. got but all the other records i actually wrote myself pen wise and melodies and my artists just went and did what they did and then um you know if any features that i got other than tootsie and them you know those records was written it's also like by me as well too so it was very hands-on right so it's very like you're gonna get a good vibe from it you're gonna get like success grinding patience virtue gratefulness you know and you're gonna get like casualties things like that so it's like a like a a wholesome do you prefer doing the melodic shit or the more rap type shit um i prefer doing like the melodic stuff and not just because it's 2022 because it's just fun just to i can't sing all the way for real but with an auto-tune it sounds good so i just (laughs) like to hear that it's like a world that you know i could rap but I, i like to like do the melodies yeah hey man i'm proud of you you Thank know, you, bro. Putting big moves together. Very few people could navigate the losses that you've taken and still right. find themselves in a position to keep growing and doing big things for your team and your family. Right. So I'm proud of you, man. Man, thank you, bro. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I see what you done did here. This is amazing. Like, you just told me the amount of time you put in here. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have to put, like, Melly's manager in, uh, in the title anymore. Right. It's just you 100K track. 100K I think they track. get the point at this I point. I get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I get it. Don't <laughs> You're worry. icy enough. Right. You know, and I want to shout out everybody that kind of, that helped me with the Mercury Project, all the artists. You know, Hot Boy really participated heavy on it. Uh, I got, like, two records from him. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying, Tootsie, dope artist. You know what I'm saying? I, my artist, he went on tour with him, so I put them back on another record together. Mm. Um, shout out to Rico, you feel me? Slat Zai, B-Slime, Metal Little Brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody B-Slime else. got more heat on the way? What's going on with him? He been dropping. Okay. You ain't been tuning in to B-Slime? No, nah, I got to get more tuned in. better tune in. He been bad. dropping. Feel me? Nah, little bruh snapping. And yeah. Melly come home, you know, joint project, tour. So. I seen a picture of B-Slime right. and I was just like, fuck. Uh, He's big, big now. He was big, a child oh, when I interviewed him. Right, dang. Was that like two years ago? It must have been at least three. It's, it's probably he was three twelve. No, he was 12, bro. And he Why just turned to 12 year olds. Because he's hot. He's <laughs> <laughs> 100K, man. He's solid. You feel me? Definitely. So, you, you made the decision not to sign the Island Boys? <laughs> How you know I was trying to sign Island Boys? I don't know. I just, just popped in my head. I'm like, those are the only popping Florida rappers you maybe didn't have your hands on. How did you know that, though? I did call him and try to talk to him and stuff. And yeah. he was like, yeah, 
let's do it right now. Are you serious? You serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. But like, bro, I, I, you know, let's studio and stuff. How much? How much? That was just two turns. Really? Shit, they straight. Wow. Yeah, cool. They could definitely use help in the music category. I, hey, listen, bro. Anybody, listen, I write really good music, like, for real. Like, I ain't tripping on being an artist, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but writing-wise, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming through with that pen. So if you need, like... They could use a pen. Yeah, if you guys need good pen game, like, you know what I'm saying? Holler at me. And labels, too. Like, you know, I don't been in the studios with, you know what I'm saying? I don't help the record with Dirk and Vaughn. Uh, with Hitmaker, mm. the you know what I'm saying, the, the one that went crazy after he died, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying, like being in the studio, like I could see how artists don't really get too comfortable because I was Vaughn first time, like getting like writers and participate, mm. but it ended up being a real dope record and becoming a huge hit. So, mm. any artists out there, like if you feel like you got roadblocks and things like that, man, holla at me, like you know, what I'm saying? I've been in. You know, I don't. I don't been in the studio, so I'll give you try to get you popping all the way around the board. Glee. <laughs> All right. Um, so the album is out. Mercury. Check in with that. Long live V Roy. Mm. Free Melvin. Prayers yeah. up. Melly coming home. He is coming home for sure. Y'all got my word on that. Mm. Anybody else uh, that you, you're really pushing hard right now that you just want to shout out or that you yeah. got new shit dropping from? I'm really, really excited about um, FCG Heen mm. and, um, you know, saying Rico Cartel and also, you know, YTB Trench with, with um, Young Thug and the whole O Block. You know what I'm saying? Boss Top, Moo Wop, mm. you know what I'm saying? The whole old block, you know what I'm saying? All them boys. Like, you can give me a Boss Top interview? You ain't do a Boss Top interview? No, I seen Vlad got one, and I'm like, God damn, why didn't I think of that? I ain't gonna lie, consider it done. When you want to do it, it's on me. Laura? Lock it in. Boss Top. <laughs> For sure. All right. Yeah, man, proud of everything you got going. Everybody out there, support the home team, Florida. Yes, sir. Go stream and download. Young the Florida right boy now. just doing his own thing. Independent, too, like Jay-Z, back in the day. My own money. Spend my own bread, you know what I'm saying? Got my own team doing it. Ain't no major stuff, so I'm really trying this like how Jay Z and them did it back in the day. It's expensive as hell though, being an artist, mm. bro. It's way more cheaper to be an executive. I could dress, well, I've been fly, but dripping every day, which is fun too. I'm on y'all ass this year when it's dripping shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The music videos, all that. That shit expensive, so I get it. That's why y'all got to stop dissing these labels, talking about oh this and that. When we put in two, three hundred thousand on projects. It got a hit, and I'm I'm living what I'm talking because I'm doing it for myself, and mm. I do it for a whole bunch of artists out there too. But you know, I partner up with labels and use their bread, and but this is me using my own money. I'm like, damn, I see what they talking about. This shit get expensive. You still pushing that white boy? Which one, Drew? I'm pushing, and that white boy is not. <laughs> first of all, Drew is forever the goat, big boss. You know, what he I'm got saying? a podcast now too, right? Yeah, Drew. You, you do it with him, or are you on all the episodes or just some of them? Honestly, I really wasn't trying to be. It's just okay. that I'm just trying to like get him outside of holding a camera, and right. I'm trying to put him out there. But he got to get used to it, so I kind of jumped in there to help and stuff like that. But nice. I'm gonna leave the podcast world for y'all. I can't do everything. Right, that's a good point. When you go, when you go, come on, Germania, support my boy Drew. Whenever I'm in Florida, hit me up. I'll take a little. Hey, trip. look, I'm gonna pay for the flights. I'm gonna get the hotel, and I'm gonna get to the driver. And take care of breakfast for you. So you gotta. Come. I'm getting flewed out. Flewed out. Let's go. <laughs> Appreciate you. 100K track. <laughs> My God, support everything he got going on. Hop on Spotify, Apple Music, all Please. that shit. Let's go. 100K track, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com if you want to support. We out.